0: 2, Anna, 3, Anna, you are live. Hey, welcome to the Backyard Professor Live. We made it. I didn't think we would get here tonight, but we are here. I'm at Charlie Harrell's wonderful home. Welcome, Carrie. And they are so gracious to, to let me come in. Um, we're still just, we just finished with Thrive. We've been at Thrive all weekend. Charlie and his wonderful wife was able to come to Thrive, and we have just been having a ball. So tonight, we're going to talk about being at Thrive and some of the cool stuff that was said and some of the information that was shared. And uh, So let's get this robe on the show, and we will tell you about Thrive. Oh, turn down the sound so I don't blast your ears out, you guys. See, I'm thinking. I'm thinking for you. I'm telling you. I love you guys. Welcome back, you guys. I am thrilled that we're actually able to do a live tonight. Let me get into the comments section. I, hey, Dan Vogel, my man. The Hi, man. Mosia, Mark Crispin. Good to see you guys. Thanks for showing up. We are going to toast to Thrive Live and to Charlie Harrell and the BYP. And the BYP's audience? We have been having a ball at Thrive, haven't we? I'm so glad you guys could come to Thrive. How'd you do that? How'd you pull it off? You're from northern Utah. Yeah, we
1: couldn't get back up north because the roads were so bad. The weather was so terrible. So we decided to stay down here.
0: Yeah, I, I actually, well, I heard about that last Big storm. I I was fortunate, and I've got video clips I'll put together. I've I've got all kinds of, (laughs) you've been watching me all weekend with my stupid camera video on everybody, but uh, I've got video clips of Thrive and some of the different speakers and stuff. I was able to pick up Maven. Yeah, man, and I rode down with Maven. She is a hoot and a holler, and her ankles are healing. She's Mm. doing well. I put her little pocket bike in the back of my vehicle. and She never had to use it because I told her, I said, it is chilling down here, by the way. You know, I know Southern Utah is the the getaway from the winter. Uh, Not this week, just the night before you guys, it snowed here in Utah two feet. And so Maven contacted me because she said, BYP, I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm snowed in. And she was. <laughs> I was shocked when I finally got to her. Uh, they had snow like crazy. and uh, But we got on the interstate. I drove in my RAV4, and we made it down. So we've had a good time. I've got a lot of clips. Hey, and for the first time, guess what they had me do, Charlie? What? Oh, this is almost so embarrassing because I, I sucked so bad at it. But we've got it on video. Um, this wonderful former bishop uh, from New Zealand. Mm. You remember him? I'm trying to think of his name. He had his son his with him. His name is Ganesh. Yes, 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 Ganesh. He talked me into doing karaoke, man. And so we sang Kenny Rogers, The Gambler. <laughs> really? And that's the first time you've done that? That is the first time. Oh, and him and his son, they, they kept hassling me, come on, BYP, let's do some karaoke. I kept giving him the excuse. I said, dude, I don't know the words. It's been too long since I've sung the song. And it finally dawned on me what I was trying to say to him. And he goes, well, they've got the words on the screen right in front. No
1: excuses.
0: And so what can I say? That took away all my my, uh, objections. So, yeah, I actually did a karaoke, man. It was fun, though. We actually all three did it together. Mm. Oh, and he told me his story of... Or he told me some stories of being a bishop, and mm-hmm. we went to a quite a guy. Yeah, he's a wonderful, and his son, his son is so cool. Don't tell him I said that; he'll probably see this and it'll swell his head. But nice guy, nice people, nice. Yeah. Tw- in his twenties, mid twenties, and uh, yeah, he he should, lives in Park City or someplace. I think. Oh, uh, I think For he. Sure, so. I think he travels between Park City and New Zealand. The son?
1: Oh and no, no, no! That's
0: right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. He's a bartender yeah, he there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and his dad is going back to New Zealand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're doing well. It's, it's a lot of. What did you think about the crowd? The the gathering, the
1: variety. It was a, it was people. a large room, and it was packed. Three hundred and forty people, or something like that. Yeah, and didn't they say they had only three hundred tickets
0: to sell? Yeah, something like that. Three hundred and forty people showed up, standing, yeah. standing room only. Right. All three. Well, Friday was a partial. Friday, yeah, Friday they were different, right? But Saturday was pretty full
1: day. Yeah. This morning, we sat next to a guy who happened to just stroll in. He was staying there at the hotel, and he was curious about what the large gathering was there. He strolled in, and he stayed the whole day.
0: No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, you should have st- stood up and told delim that. Yeah. That would have been fun. Yeah, we got to meet uh, John delim I-, I didn't get to spend nearly as much time with him. He's a busy man. He flew in, and then he had to fly back out. but uh Spent some time. We both got to spend some time with RFM and Bill Real a little bit. and Had a lot of lunches. Oh my gosh, I've never eaten so much. I met some uh, Benny. I can't think of his last name. Some young kids in their 20s. Benny and uh, a lot of young people. Yeah, there was a lot of young people. I'll be doing some some podcast some videos Mm -hmm. with these guys. He's done some Really interesting research on the the Hebrew names and words in the Book of oh, really? Ether, and when he, I mean, he just I'm had sure it on his phone. Egyptian reformed they were Hebrew names. Okay. Yeah. Well, he did. He's done two different studies yeah. on the Egyptian stuff. Oh,
1: okay.
0: And then on the on the Hebrew stuff, his contention is. It, it was really bugging him. He said, uh, I couldn't figure it out. The Hebrew did not exist back when Ether was supposed to oh, exist. yeah. And so he kind of analyzed the etymology of the Hebrew. And his list, he had like 22 or 23 Hebrew names wow. in the book of Ether hmm. that all of them are anachronisms. Hmm. And several of their meanings don't really match what the book of Mormon says they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. And that we, he was nice enough, him and his buddies, he had two other friends. One was from New York city and, and, uh, him and the other guy, uh, room together and they do computer work from home. And he said, uh, they bought us pizza. Oh my gosh, you guys, I've got videos of this too. He. We said, yeah, let's have some pizza. And, um, Anthony, Anthony Miller. Oh, yeah, Anthony Miller. And uh, Randy so, was there. Randy uh, Bell. Randy Bell and RFM showed up for a few minutes. And, uh, oh, we had several other people. But these young kids, man, they bought, They he brought a stack of like nine boxes of pizza, five boxes of, they have all the different kinds of breads, the jalapeno. <laughs> wow. And they absolutely stuffed our gills full of pizza. We had the most fun time. but <sighs> And it was right there in the lobby of the hotel, too. And they didn't wow. yell at us. We just kind of grabbed all the tables and threw them all together. Wow. Took chairs from all the other tables. We had a great big party right in the middle of people walking in and out of the hotel. And we were telling them, hey, come and grab a piece of pizza. Mm. It was just a hoop, But, you know, this crowd is so friendly but they've been so traumatized yeah did you know the south they've very, got they've got some, they've got some difficult
1: stories a lot of trauma a lot of grief a lot of uh anger and a lot of people that just feel like let's move on yeah they're the all the whole mix
0: the whole mix on where you are on the path yeah now, I wanted to show you my outfit because today's Sunday and, and this morning uh, RFM was the final speaker. Well, John Delin was the final speaker, but RFM was the last of the speakers of the, from the crowd. And I will be speaking next year at Thrive. At least that's what Wayne Hepworth told me. Great. Right. Uh, we'll see. I don't know if he'll even remember me. Actually, he, he actually, bless his heart, he actually, when we were at one of the gatherings late at night, we partied till one o'clock in the morning, no joke. Uh, Bill Reel, his boss, his wonderful oh, boss, yeah. what a guy, yeah, right? what a nice guy, offered his home for us to get together in, and there was probably 50 of us, I've got video clips mm-hmm. of that too, but uh, he came up to me and uh, he, he asked someone where I was, and and who I was because he wanted to meet me, and he yeah. came up to me, and I was in the middle of talking with people, and I couldn't just break off. You know, we're back in the back by the swimming pool and hot tub, and uh, so he waited patiently for about 15 minutes, and he just shook my hand. He said, well, I, I just wanted to meet you and say hi. I've, I've watched a few of your videos. I like what you do, and he wanted to uh, he wanted to let me know that he is the organizer, one of the organizers for The Thrive here. Oh, interesting. And so I told him, "Yeah, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to do a little bit more to, to help thrive." And I go, "Yeah, yeah, we can we can put you to work." I said, "Well, then put me on the speaker list next year." Yeah, and he did. And he said, "This is amazing. I already have a speaker for next year. I won't have to worry about it." But RFM was speaking. So what I did, you guys, is I bought this crazy looking blue, just beautiful blue, but right. it's a, but it's a hood. And that's the wrong color to wear with a tux. But I put my tux on anyway. And then I've got Levi's on, you know. <laughs> Talk about a crazy mix. And I was hoping to egg RFM on. He never said boo to me about it. Not until after we were eating and I teased him. But So, yeah. That's because we-
1: RFM was wearing his Spider-Man jacket. Oh, yeah, he was. And he was so self-conscious about that that he didn't that had had to have cost him a pretty penny that's a beautiful jacket it it is
0: gorgeous and it makes him look tough it does i mean you know he's an avenger you are in good shape i am fat and sassy and rfm looks really good so my vow this next year is Mm. i'm gonna start getting in better shape like these guys because i mean i look horrible i well, maybe not horrible. I look funny no matter what I do with my hair. Although, I don't know if you heard anyone tell me, but I have three or four people tell me I look better in real
1: person than on <laughs> camera. So that was a compliment. <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. Oh, crime. better than having them say, oh, you look a lot better on camera. <laughs> oh, you're,
0: you look like hell, dude. Go, go back home.
1: <laughs> Probably the
0: hell with a help that uh, it was fun to, it was fun just to meet so many people, you know, thrive. The idea, the idea here is to help people who are in transition. And yeah, we get it. There's people who don't like Dylan and, you know, there's people out to get him and they'll, they'll say anything at all to bring him down and all, but he's resilient and he's powerful. And he has a he has a good heart. I got the impression that he really does have his intentions and heart right with what's going on with everything that he's doing.
1: Didn't you? I did, and uh, you see that a lot in his work. But uh, you know, unfortunately, he's doing the kind of things that can come across to some people as threatening as. Uh, maybe self-promoting, but uh, I think at heart, he's got a good heart.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, in a way, you got to kind of be self-promoting. Look at you. Yeah. And (laughs) and look at you. You're willing to come on and promote that fabulous book. And Charlie and I are going to do more even after tonight. Tonight's kind of the... Hi, we're done with Thrive, and we're going to tell you a little bit about what we loved about Thrive. And all, uh, how big do you think that room was? It was the conference room at the Hilton Garden Inn, so it was big, like a big ballroom uh, almost. Yeah, uh, they had they had all those great big chandeliers. And
1: mm-hmm. I wonder if I've got a lots of round tables. They had some good uh, mixers where they rotated people from table to table the first night. To- get people to get to know each other. And there were probably, I would guess only about maybe 50% of the people of the attendees were from the St. George area Were from Southern Utah. I think there were a lot like yourself that came from out of town and even out of state to come to the program. Uh, my wife and I sat next to this, uh, individual that came in from Orange County, uh, drove over, and he just wanted to see. He had been listening to Mormon stories and had been out of Mormonism for about 12 years, I think. Oh, yeah. But uh, he started hearing some things on the news and got curious, started listening to Mormon stories, learned about Thrive, and was just anxious to see what was going on, and he just loved it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fun. It was a fun event. It was, uh, there was so much energy there. It was just mind-bogglingly silly. I'm trying to find some of the pictures. Maybe I didn't take any pictures. I think I took, there, there's one of, there's one of Randy on RFM and Bill Reel and myself. That's Randy Bell. He had his book for sale. I'm going to have him on the program. We're going to talk about his book. On how to how to succeed and thrive from uh, trauma, thriving after trauma. Oh, and there's one with our there's one with our beloved, delightful blue haired Maven. We just had a boatload of fun, you guys. It was so much fun, it was ridiculous. Uh, I'm trying to. Well, here's a good here's a good video of the. Oh, this is one. Yeah, this is kind of a video of the. Uh, oh, now I'm doing the close up on it. Come on. There we go. There's the size of the room.
1: Oh, yeah. Three screens up front. How long do you think that was? A hundred feet
0: anyway, wasn't it? Yeah, it's quite a ways back. Easily. Yeah, and they were, that was, oh, those were the, that's the marriage on the tightrope and they're talking, I think. Anyway, anyway, it was a huge conference room. I, I was kind of surprised
1: at how big this place was and it was packed to the gills it was packed, and and there were people like you say standing in the back um and very they all attended so gail is asking where it is next year
0: oh yeah yeah, thank you. I, I I haven't seen the. I can't see the questions. I've got to get close up. So I'm going to let Charlie handle that. Um, I I, doesn't Thrive do a St. George one each year
1: though? Yeah, every year uh, they've. Well, actually, I think this was the second, only the second one they've done. But the, I think they're going to continue to do them, and they've had them though in many different places. Yeah. So yeah, they're all over. You can get on. Um, my wife was just looking at it. Uh, there's a website, yeah, the website that tells where the Thrive conferences are, and they've had them in all over the world. I think they've had a Thrive UK. Yeah, I, I know Europe. they've had a
0: Thrive somewhere in Europe. My suspicion is Nemo the Mormon is partially responsible for putting that together because they do have some really good Brit Uh, Exmos over there on the other side of the Atlantic that are doing a lot of stuff together, but I know Thrive's been up in Washington. There's been some in Idaho. There will be one in Idaho, Montana, Nevada, California, Las Vegas, Utah. Yeah. Ooh, Vegas one would be a fun one. Would Mm -hmm. anybody attend, though, or would we all be gambling? I don't know. I, I don't gamble because I suck at it and I'd lose all my money. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go buy a good books. So that way I at least get something from my money. But that's just me. So uh, the uh, now you you actually were able to attend the whole thing with us, weren't you? This time? You, you, yeah, you got there yeah. right from the start. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't going to be there – when, when I heard about the two-foot snowstorm, I just about canceled out. I even called Maven and said, man, I, my car isn't going to go through two feet of snow. And uh, and then overnight, no kidding, man, The uh, kudos to the Utah State uh, Highway Commission, whatever they're called. Those roads were clear all the way down. The only place that I had any kind of difficulty was on the Malad Pass in Idaho. But everybody has trouble on the 4th of July when it's 100 degrees on the Malad Pass. It's always mm. just difficult to, to traverse. But uh, tonight we're going to be getting a storm, and that's why I'm staying overnight here. So that's why we get to do this wonderful live together. So, so um, yeah, I, I ended up coming down in my all-wheel
1: UDot, drive. that's um, right. What's that? It's dot. That uh, Utah Dep- Department of Transportation—that's oh, yeah, yeah. the roads. Utah,
0: man, they did a fabulous Thanks, job on I-15. But mm-hmm. the traffic here is a lot more, and and that's what I kind of was telling my wife. I said, yeah. "Well, I'm going to try it because the traffic down here is just so much busier." And the roads were fairly dry until we got to Cedar City, mm. and. I had heard there was a storm going to blow through St. George, where the Thrive was held this year, and but the roads here were mildly wet also. That was good.
1: Yeah, and it cleared up just around the venue. The clouds parted, right?
0: Just like the red sky from Moses, and now it's going to come all back together to keep the Pharaoh from going home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to get a storm tonight, but I'm not going to travel tonight. So that's all good. So uh, we had quite a few speakers. Um, Let's see. We had Friday night was just kind of a get together, mixing mats and all that. And everybody comes up to you and Hey, B.Y.P. I love your stuff and all. And and I do have to say thank you to absolutely everyone who came up to me. I, I was completely blown away and overwhelmed. Every pretty much everybody already knew me and I, did not expect that. So yeah. it, he was hard to miss though, you know, with this kind of an outfit, you gotta admit. That's <laughs> yeah, it true. It's pretty dingling. But hey, I mean, if you can't be a little wacky and wild, you know, sure. it is Thrive After All. So it's basically the secular gathering of general conference. So mm-hmm. uh yeah, we we had uh there were several groups who I, and when I say groups, I mean those who were doing podcasts like "Marriage on a Tightrope" under yeah. Bill Rill's umbrella, The Mormon Discussion Inc. I was there. I didn't. I didn't uh, talk. I wasn't on the schedule this year. But "Marriage on the Tightrope" showed up and talked. Yeah. And they're, the Mar- oh, they're yeah. they're a hoot. Yeah. They are so cool, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I had no idea they were that fun. Very funny. <laughs> it. She's still a full believing Mormon, and he has. Walked the plank, so to speak. He said no, but they've got a beautiful family. So they're
1: trying to work the ins and outs. Of, yeah. How the heck are we gonna do this? Yeah. That's why they were so funny. They said you have to have a sense of humor to make it work. And they both did, didn't mm-hmm. they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kind of got the impression that
0: in order to make something like that work, if if you're if you're in that situation, you've got to uh uh you have to know to give and take on both sides and they're very open. I was kind of impressed with how well they communicated with their kids and Mm -hmm. how they let their kids make their own decisions in some regards, of course, but I mean, they, they tell them both sides. They don't hide one side or the other they're not hiding the fact that daddy is a faithless apostate and they had some fun with you know joking about the labeling stupidity that the church does to so many people in order to either intimidate him or to browbeat him into keeping going to church you know the shame culture which came out quite a bit didn't it in this one it
1: did yep
0: yeah the discussion of it was was something else so but uh, who was another speaker that you liked? I mean, besides RFM. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: Everybody the, loved it. The R- Reels, Bill, Bill and the Man. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. you mentioned that they spoke. That was good. Uh, let's see. It was uh, Timothy Johnson. Was that his name? The the uh, TikTok Oh, yeah. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Had his funny TikToks on. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, people people are just there kind of. Sharing their experiences,
1: yeah. So a lot of, a lot of sadness, a lot of emotion and, and weeping, and a lot of laughter, and it was. Uh, but not was weeping right. and wailing and gnashing of teeth. That's right. No gnashing. Of, there was none. It no, no. might have been. I don't know.
0: <laughs> it might have been if someone forgot no. a line, but rfm blew about five or six of his lines and that man is so quick mentally that he turned them into jokes and we were all just rolling on the floor laughing i mean he needs to be a stand-up comedian we all went to to lunch afterward and bill was telling him he said rfm you seriously seriously when you go home you need to learn how to be a stand-up comedian As a side way to make money because you are flipping hilarious he just takes an everyday normal life event tells the story and then ties it in with a really interesting life lesson
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i thought that was pretty good his philosophical grasp of life is pretty good i would think and then we all had Actually, we didn't, they didn't have a lot of food served. We we more or less just kind of all broke off and went to dinner or lunch. or whatever. Yeah, all
1: the meals were on your own.
0: Yeah, the meals were on your own. And that's good. That's all good. I mean, Thrive is, you know, they're not. You say this is only the second one, huh? So last year was their sure. very first one. Mm-hmm. In St. George. Oh, in St. George. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one that, this is the one that uh, Bill and RFM made such a, big whoop-de-doo to me through this whole last year mm-hmm. that i just vowed i i've gotta to get to thrive i'm gonna to try to get there and have some fun so yeah. and it was worth every effort it was worth every moment it was so fun to meet so many people who were so interesting everybody there is interesting and uh Well, maybe it was Randy. Randy Bell made a... No, no, no. It was Bill's wife, Amanda. And Randy kind of followed up on it. Um, Amanda told us today at lunch. We had lunch at the... uh, What was it? The Blue Bell Fairy Dust Joint. No, no, no. It was the Black Bear. The Black Bear. The Black Bear. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) The Black Bear Diner is pretty good here, by the way. If if you ever come traveling through, there. All right, just off the interstate. But uh, yeah, Amanda was saying that. Shashi asked. She said, "Did you notice that none of us? No, we sat. We sat in. How long was yesterday's full full day of basically? They oh. gave us breaks, but no. how many? How long did we sit it there? It was ten to 5. 10 to so. five. So seven hours. We had a couple
1: if you got there early to for the breakfast break. Yeah.
0: Not one of us was bored.
1: Nobody walked out. Nobody snoozing. Nobody sneezing.
0: Nobody sleep. I, I did you see anybody asleep though? No. I didn't either. That's kind of amazing, you guys. 300 people I yeah. uh, granted I mean we didn't have sofas and stuff but the chairs aren't they're not hard but they're not soft you know they're not comfortable but no kidding man we had those big round tables and we have 10 chairs to a table you know in a circle and uh and they had, they had a lot of bottled water and chips, which of course I stupidly indulged in and they had some wonderful rolls and all that. And they had uh, all kinds of goodies to snack on, which I liberally partook of because I asked and I received, you know, the scripture's right. It's not my fault, Charlie, James still works. Mm. It just worked with me with food, but yeah, 10 per table and absolutely everyone was either laughing or when, when, when something funny was said or we were absolutely enraptured with what was being said.
1: Oh, and the musical, what did you think of those? Acapella Music was amazing. People. Yeah. They had this group called uh, Take Two, uh, a yeah. group of students, previously students at BYU Idaho that formed a group, an acapella group, and now it was like some 10 years later, they yeah, had all that. fallen away from the church, but they all got back together as a group, and they came down for actually from different California, Washington. The one guy uh, was from back, back east. And, and,
0: yeah, yeah. What well, yeah, um, performed? One of the guys and gals got married.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Hus- yeah. Husband and wife. They're now husband and wife. They just uh, did an amazing job. They did uh, closed with a pentatonics rendition of imagine that was just wow everybody was just so standing ovation yeah i've got
0: i actually went and asked the uh the lead uh singer there i I told him i said i have recorded most of your songs are these copywritten? and he said actually they are Mm carrie and and i told i explained why i was asking I, i videoed several of them and I said, well, I'm doing several different uh, interest clips of my experience here at My First Thrive. And so i, I it's not like I'm just trying to just play the song. I'm, I'm going to be cutting back and forth to, you know, things in St. George. And because St. George is a beautiful area and then different parts of the hotel you know different people that we talked to he said well if you used clips I think it would be it would probably be okay so you will be able to hear bits and pieces of, I'm sure they sell their songs my gosh for acapella it just
1: just blew you away five of them mm-hmm. there were five three ladies and two yeah, men Yeah, yep. yeah. And, and they each told their story interspersed with the music um, and each one took maybe about what to say 10 minutes about about what their journey was um, how they uh, went to BYU Idaho and then through different circumstances just uh, were let out of the church don't and, send your kids to BYU yeah, Idaho man that's an apostate that's
0: apostate generating college right. it was rick's when i went so see that still counts so yeah yeah their their music was fantastic their stories were very touching and moving all different walks of life see that was the other thing that was so interesting is how how so many different experiences we got to experience through the speakers and their their doubts and their difficulties with either family members or spouses or, mm-hmm. or children or church leaders, et cetera. But uh, it was just yeah. so human interest. It was big with human interest. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Fantastic weekend. Seriously. Um, next year, uh, there will be announcements for the, if, if you're asking, Uh, Um, we'll, we'll get to the comments here in a minute and talk to you for a few minutes, but, uh, there's no question in my mind, Thrive St. George will happen next year. This year surprised all of us, the organizers, Dillon, all of us with the sheer magnitude of not only the excitement, but just the attendance, just to give you an indication, every parking spot in the entire complex, all the way around, including all of the handicaps. And they were legitimately handicapped video or, or uh, uh, automobiles there. It wasn't people just parking there who weren't handicapped. Every parking spot was taken. Then there was this little dirt section out there. There were like 11 or 12 cars parked in it where they drove over the curb to get a parking spot to come in and attend. It was really impressive. Did we
1: tell you there were a lot of people there?
0: <laughs> How many,
1: Charlie? <laughs> it's fascinating that it yeah, generated
0: Generated some interest from those who were just there yeah, for so a completely so different many reason.
1: tickets And other people just wandered in off yeah. the street almost. Yeah, try to
0: buy your tickets early when when they go on sale. So I think they go on... How far in advance? You guys just bought your tickets pretty late, though, didn't you? Uh, we did about a week ago. About, yeah, that's about when I bought mine. And they're only 30 bucks. Oh, my gosh. You guys, the 30 bucks would be worth it for just one day, <laughs> let alone... Yeah, you buy your own meals, but... Um, you could go to a fancy restaurant if you wanted and eat here, but actually... The food here in St. George wasn't that expensive. No, it's great food. The
1: restaurants here are amazing. You guys. There's some great places. We took uh, this guy out uh, for lunch yesterday, the the individual from California, and he just raved about the quality of the food. And it was just a Reuben sandwich. But he said, this is the best Reuben sandwich (laughs) I have ever had. RFM had a Reuben
0: sandwich today, so he must have heard the word. the word got around. Yeah. Yeah, they're fantastic. I had a uh, shrimp and chips, not fish and chips. I had shrimp and chips, and they they said it was colossal shrimp. Now, in in my home state, the colossal shrimp are about like the size of my palm, but they're also about that skinny. They're, they're, they're skinny, but they're big around.
1: We're not confusing them with scorpions. You don't have scorpions for shrimp.
0: I hope not. But (laughs) yeah, they're about that size. These colossal shrimp in the restaurant I ate lunch today, they are that big and three times thicker than Mm. any shrimp I've ever eaten. I I was just Mm. I wow. I was blown away. And for $15.99. Six of them in Idaho, you get three, three with the chips mm-hmm. and then the little deal of coleslaw and the bowl of coleslaw was larger and it was fresh. It was delicious. I ate the whole cotton pick lunch, man. It was fantastic. So anyway, uh, I got to meet a lot of wonderful people, old and young i met a woman who was wearing wonderful red heart glasses and she came up to me and put her arm around me and she said byp i just want you to know you are so cute she (laughs) said i just so appreciate all your efforts and videos and i can tell you you're cute because i'm old enough to be your mother
1: Just, just people like that, you know. Was she the one that told you you look better in real life than on the screen? No, no, that was no, another. A, yeah, that was a different <laughs> okay. guy. I'm sure glad he put it that way.
0: <laughs> Might be a lie, but we'll never know until you see me in live. But uh, just a whole lot of fun, you guys. Really, uh, I would love to meet as many of you here. I actually this morning met two of my neighbors, both couples, the one lives half a mile from me, and the other one lives a mile further than that. I mean, literally, my neighbors. We had no idea we were neighbors. Here's the funny thing. The the couple who lives a half a mile from me, last night, just before karaoke, I, I went out and got a bottle of water, a uh, bottle of water's free, lots of good water. And I just coming back in to see what was going on. And uh, they were sitting there right next to the door, just listening to the karaoke and watching. And and he put his hand out and he said, Hey, B.Y.P. Thank you for, you know, shaking my hand at all. And he goes, this is my wife. And he introduces me to his wife and she's, she's on her way out. Uh, but she's, you know when you get in that transition that can be a scary spot and and i know it it, it is scary did you go through that fear somewhat or, mm. or were you a slower i kind of went slow but it was still scary revealing that i'd done it
1: it's uh a little frightening yeah yeah, I would say so. Depending on where you are and you know what your communities like at the time. Oh, that's true. Yeah, community makes a big a big difference. It's kind of tough when them. you're you're teaching at BYU. Yeah, tell us about going that. through an experience <laughs> like that. So I like this comment from Newton suggesting that Inside Peak, Inside Peak should sponsor next year's meeting. They are talking right. about doing some Salt Lake Thrives. That well, one. They yeah, they have been doing them in they, Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah. And so, But that would be a legitimate sponsor. That would be a great one. Although Ensign Peak,
0: you mean Ensign Peak Investors? I don't know, good luck with that. Although they could pay for the dinners without flinching. There you go. Hey, we could all petition the church. Hey, would you mind sponsoring a Thrive for all of us who are transitioning out of your corporation so that we can get on with our lives? Yeah, that'll go over like a lead balloon. <laughs> Although, if we get the right committee, we might be able to do it. Who knows? So anyway, I was talking to this couple, and and so I was explaining to them some of the difficulties of, of uh you know, dealing with your family members or or just getting over the the difficult psychology of it all from what you were taught the real doctrine was by the church and, and how you kind of you don't dare quite see the whole point of view, you know, polygamy really bothers some people, but Joseph Smith is still a true prophet, but they're unaware of the say the book of Abraham or they haven't read Charlie's book. That's the nice thing I loved about your book is you pretty much cover every single doctrinal situation that's possible or or historical that's possible. Mm -hmm. So it's tough to... So I'm sitting there talking to them for like an hour and a half and they're my neighbors. They're within walking distance of my house. We didn't discover that until today. So
1: we had a great could you tell by the accent? What's that? By the accent, didn't that wouldn't wouldn't that have been a dead giveaway?
0: <laughs> accent. Well, <laughs> let's see, Idaho accent could have been. I don't know. Is there that much of a difference between the Utah and Idaho accent? Well, I guess we say y'all a little bit, but, but that's more southern. That's that's not Idaho. Idaho is kind of crazy, you know. I don't know. I'll have to think about that. So, uh, what else did we? experience that you thought was fun the hilton is amazing it's a big, it's big great venue yeah great venue yeah tall ceilings oh my goodness Whew. huge tall ceilings how many people do we have here Two hundred ninety-nine thousand three hundred and fifty. <laughs> oh, gail capson uh you said you were wanting to make it you probably didn't it's all good We'll get you there. We'll get all of you there to thrive eventually. You want to see what people are saying, Charlie? Uh, overall, I would give Thrive a uh, five star rating out of a four star rating. It was absolutely more than I expected, without question. Sincerely. Delivered. Delivered. Yep. Great way to put it. They delivered. Charlie's got that one right. I, I can't see that far
1: away. My eyes aren't focusing, so I'm still tired. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been drinking here? Let's see. Diet Coke. There you go. Uh,
0: eight, two, Tim Rathbone's here. Mosi is here. Good yeah. deal. Dan Bowles here. Dan Bowles says, I have to be drunk. I'll yes. drink of that. Mosi. Kind of. See, tequila yeah. helps. Oh, no, I'm do, not going to drink tequila. Miss. No, tequila. I'm a lightweight man. Tequila knocked me for a loop. Someday, maybe for entertainment, I would do that for you, but not, not tonight. I've got to drive in the morning, so i got to be, be careful. There's Gil Capson. Oh, Moksha Raver. Thanks, bub. Thanks for showing up Utah. what's he say Utah's is great with their yeah orange their truck. orange trucks the sleep three oh. yeah those plows are the size mm. of houses man yeah. one drove by me it was on the other side of the interstate when i was coming down but i'm not kidding they those plows almost if on an angle they'll go down one lane but man if they if they do them perpendicular to the road they would cover both lanes. I mean, they have huge snow plows, and they take care of their roads. Hey, fine business operator. Good to see you, bub. Gail Capson's here. George Washington. What's that? Hey, Duke? Yeah, George Washington. Hey, Duke. It, it was amazing. It was fun. There was so much energy because – now, this is the interesting thing. There was so much energy because – It was positive energy. And yet there was some negative experiences that was shared that would just curdle your hair or is that curl your blood one (laughs) or the other? I don't know what the metaphor is.
1: Curdle your blood.
0: yeah. (laughs) Curdle curdle your body, make your eyeballs uh, roll around. But overall, the support and the love and the advice, uh, Anthony Miller just you know he's he's famous he, he's done ted talks and him and i got together and we had a good time and he just has a phenomenal i don't want to call it method as such that'd be the wrong but on his ideas on deconstruction uh what do you think of his talk he was it
1: was good it was good because he was the whole, first standing yeah. ovation yeah the whole concept of thrive is to say, okay, we can analyze and critique the church all we want, but at the end of the day, how are we going to live our lives? And what kind of purpose and meaning have we been able to find for our lives? Is it all just deconstruction or is there a construction, something constructive to do with our lives? And so that's kind of what Anthony was focusing on is where do we go next? I mean, what's next after deconstruction? Yeah. 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 That that's well put. He, he shared a lot of
0: stuff uh, with, I will be having him on my show and, and he will be, I, I will be going on to his. Uh, he's got uh, some great plans in the future for uh he gave me the impression he's got an entire program that uh, he can help people in all phases whether they have family members involved or not whether they've been in church leadership positions or not that that makes a huge difference with how people not only can react but do react Coming from authoritative position as opposed to someone who just converted and six years later realizes that it's not what they were looking for and so they get out. But uh, yeah, there was music, there was song, there was dancing. We had karaoke afterward. I was a karaoke virgin. I had never done karaoke, and they got me to do karaoke, and I've got that. It, it was fun. You kind of get to let your hair down a little bit and have some fun. And yet there is some really good instruction. Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of a cool mix. Yeah. A lot of of clapping, a lot of whistling, a lot of foot stomping of appreciation. We we actually, one of the speakers, we were clapping and stomping our foot. And yeah, I mean... It it is so well-received because this is just not simple. We have a spiritual issue to deal with. We have a a psychological issue to deal with. We actually have a physical issue Mm -hmm. to deal with. Are you going to go to church or not? And that's noticed
1: in relationships, relational issues. And relational issues, family relationships, neighbor, neighbors, yeah,
0: yeah, long distance mm-hmm. neighbors, yeah, yeah. yeah it, uh, it, it, they come seem to me like they did pretty good in covering all the bases, mm-hmm. all of the broad spectrum of potential experiences. And then we actually got to hear what actual experiences are, and I mean, it's not—it's not like everything is tragic. It's just that there are some situations that are difficult. Like for that gentleman this morning, you remember that questioner about his children,
1: right? That was fascinating. Did you find that fascinating? I, I did, and I think that's a, an important issue to address where there was a lot of discussion about how adult members deal with faith crises, but what about their kids? How do they deal with it? How do they deal with their friends who criticize them for maybe not being active in church? Um, So there's a lot of trauma that they have to deal with that uh, they need some some guidance and they need some friends yeah you know
0: we think we, it, it was just so insightful because this uh, this young couple has did he say four or five kids four can't remember four but maybe. but they they were ages two to twelve so mm-hmm. I mean they're in they're in grade school you guys and they are being persecuted by the Mormon kids. Because well they, they no longer go to the church. oh well their dad doesn't believe anymore they don't have a you know a priesthood holder in the church you know stupid shit like that and they're attacking the kids <laughs> and you yeah. got you know that's just that's just not something I ever thought of because my issue isn't with kids you know my kids are grown and gone on so I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. always dealing with the adult stuff yeah. yeah. As most of us are, but yeah, I thought he brought up some pretty interesting, legitimate points, so mm-hmm. there's just all these it's different important. angles that you you don't think of and uh, social issues so mm-hmm. anyway we how would you rate it on a scale of on a scale of one to a million <laughs> this gives you plenty of
1: leeway what I do see. you think what do you think probably. Nine hundred thousand, Yeah. Is that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I so.
1: It's, it's I guess it's Na- nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand, nine hundred and ninety-nine. Yeah, 999, yeah because one short of a mission. Just because you have to allow for improvement. It's gonna be better even next year.
0: It will do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to do that toxic perfectionism. So we're not going to give you a million points, Thrive. We're going to give you
1: 999,999. So yes, you're welcome. Besides, I learned as a teacher that you have to avoid grade inflation, that that's grade inflation. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. You good can't point. just hand out A's without any, you know, really going the extra mile. That's a good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. But so is the toxic perfectionism. So that's yeah, the right. other side of that coin.
0: And, and that was actually brought up more than once. So, so, I mean, that's a real issue that that probably a lot of us in this audience and, and us on this side of the camera have experienced. Because, you know... It is the manner that the church, the leaders will interpret some of the cherry-picked scriptures. We already know that. So, but to see it in real people's lives as they're standing up there and trying to describe how do we it, it, it's not it's not something you can just let go of and oh well yeah well I don't want to believe that let go mm-hmm. of it it doesn't quite work that easy that one right. that one speaker was was saying you wake up every day with it, thinking okay now I can't sin today I've got to be perfect even after they were out and you're going whoa that's pretty heavy stuff
1: a lot of, <laughs> a lot of baggage to there, there's the there's <clears throat> the word i was looking for yeah, yeah. you don't, you don't
0: just it's not like my baggage today when i got to my motel room you can just drop it and move on so but the the cool thing is there's help in all those areas when we want it see this is the power of the internet the idea is you know they say well you're not you're going to leave the church but you're not going to leave the church alone you know where will you go where will you go i've always gotten tell me what you think i've always gotten the impression that that's more of a a psychological trick question Oh yeah. Than than a legitimate concern mm-hmm. of oh well where are you gonna go yeah do you get that impression
1: you do I I, I, I get that impression yeah that it's more of of one uh, almost uttered out of fear than concern where are you gonna go you know you don't leave us. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. We need yeah. You. yeah, where are you going to go?
0: We need you. Oh, that's interesting. I never quite looked at it with that angle. But I mean that yeah. that could be uh, there. I would think there would be. I, I mean, yeah, I know it's big and powerful and it's a corporation. But now that you brought that up, I I can see where there could be some fear in the church. Yeah. Well, there's, didn't the limb concern. talk about that?
1: There's yeah, exactly. Yeah. That there is concern. Um they are alarmed at a lot of the stuff that's going on.
0: And the youth leaving. Yeah.
1: How how was it that was it the limb that talked about that? hmm Uh
0: who he was one of them? Who was it? Was it uh Holland? Holland. Someone said that they were actually genuinely concerned. Oh, who?
1: That it w- it wasn't
0: when they yeah. when they would have
1: youth fireside. Yeah, they told the parents don't yeah. well, come. Yeah. They're more concerned about addressing the youth than they are the parents now. That's a That's shift, you guys. Seen. That's actually a pretty big yeah. seismic
0: shift. I mean, who doesn't remember all the uh continuing education mm-hmm. and uh what the adult firesides where right. it, it Adults was
1: only. Yeah.
0: yeah it was the uh it was the sunday nights where you actually did get the deep doctrine not in sunday school mm-hmm. come to the fireside tonight and we'll tell you the real meaning of this or that or what I, but they never did give us any of us the second anointing at those firesides dang it did Although, you ever
1: get to go to those solemn assemblies that were held
0: are you being serious? They hold solemn assemblies. Oh yes, really. They did back well, in the seventies,
1: well, like in the steakhouses and stuff. In the temple, in the uh, assembly room, in the temple.
0: Well, I didn't get my endowments until seventy nine. Yeah. Did they keep doing them past that? I,
1: I don't recall. I think I, they I, have. I don't think I've ever been to one. Did you ever go to one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They so were what for they about? were for leaders like bishoprics, elders quorum presidencies. Uh, they'd have them assemble and it was an effort to to give a sense of your special you know calling you into this special meeting in this special place. Interesting. How interesting.
0: Yeah, now they're doing that with the youth mm-hmm. because the youth you know what's so remarkable Um the, uh, the church leaders, at least this is my impression, mm-hmm. the church leaders seems to think that they can fool the younger generation like they've been mm-hmm. fooling, you know, their own age group. They're geriatrics by now. I mean, every, every blaster, one of the apostles in First he is over 116, aren't they? That was bad. They're over seventy-five. I don't think I'm exaggerating there. So they're they're the old 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 general. So mm-hmm. they think they're going to be able to do to pass a policy, something like whatever it is they pass to the younger youth and do a do their youth rescues the the rescue the gay people or the or the youth or whatever, they really think they're going to pull the wool over these kids' eyes. This generation is so vastly superior to the brethren in electronic usage. It's astonishing that they can't figure that out. <laughs> and it, I I suspect it is biting them in the butt someone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think the youth, I was, look, I was obedient to the point where it's like I told them one of the dinners, I said, man, back in the day when I was being raised in the church and all, General Conference would come along. I had to be enthusiastic about listening to Ann Eldon Tanner. You guys think you've got it rough? Yeah, look at his reaction. (laughs) And I had to like it. And and he was in the first presidency, Charlie, and he spoke every gosh dang General Conference. He never missed a one. And he was slow and draw, and he would talk for about 35 to 40 minutes, and he would say nothing. Do you think I remember anything that man said? And then even when he got so much older, he couldn't even pronounce his word. He And I was supposed to feel the spirit and appreciate that. The younger generation isn't gonna do that today. Yeah. There's no point to it. Yeah.
1: And I and I don't think we're making fun of the men. It's the system that correct. allows this type of correct. Yeah.
0: Programming it, it, to, to it, take place. Yeah. 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 They they the system actually Romney. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. they did put in, and Marion G. Romney. Oh, yeah. Marion G.
1: Romney. They put
0: them in a bad situation. That they really shouldn't have. Well, and in in uh,
1: President Benson, yeah. And there's there's and no President emeritus Kim. kind of thing. The whole system of it's the way we've done it. It's this tradition that we can't change because uh, and it will change, but they say it can't change. But it's just you know we're, it's we're be forced. ingrained in this system that is just way antiquated it's yeah crazy it is too but
0: there are hints that it's going to happen because of you people like charlie and i and the internet dan vogel he makes videos i do podcast presentations bill rill and radio free mormon john the lynn Several others, Marriage on a Tightrope, Rami Umptum Ruminations, Almost Awakened. There's a lot of podcasts out there that are happening that actually have all kinds of different emphasis. And we're each kind of different, and yet we're we're not striving for glutting ourselves on filthy riches because ain't none of us making much on this. That's not the issue at all. The issue is... There are people hurting, and that came out really strong in this, in this particular Thrive because they were sharing their experiences of their pain and how they overcame it. In some instances, though, they still have some. Yeah. We, we, we didn't hear just nothing but success stories at this Thrive, did we? Yeah, that was interesting. That was kind of an interesting thrust. There's a lot of work to do, and some
1: of the stuff you just never get over. Yeah. I thought Anthony Miller made a good point when he talked about grief and how over time, grief doesn't shrink and get smaller, but it's just our capacity and ability to deal with the grief gets larger. If we get the right mentoring, training and understanding um, that, that this grief just, continues on we just learn to deal with it better
0: yeah it it, it's just not going to go away it doesn't magically disappear so these are real issues and the cool thing is thrive helps us get that so Mm -hmm. fun stuff is what we're trying to tell you yeah we're we're having a
1: see something good said uh questions questions okay wait Benson's son said his dad was not there during the last few years. Correct. Yeah, I've talked to Steve directly,
0: Mm. and he mentioned that. He said they are so concerned with, um, unfortunately, making President Benson look coherent that they would almost put toothpicks in his eyes to keep him propped open and do some kind of a neck support and all that. And, you know, that that's not even a graceful, dignified way to treat an elderly man like that. And uh, so, so, yeah, yeah, there's a beautiful example right there. This type of a culture of perfectionism, this culture, and it's crazy too, because I know they give it lip service. Well, no profit is infallible, but They don't want you to really think that, yeah. I and that's so unfortunate. And I'm I don't think I'm exaggerating, they really don't want you to think that they want you to inwardly think these guys are equivalent to God when they talk, God has, and so you got to obey. You have to who are you to disobey God? Jonah tried and he didn't make it, right? So, yeah, this came out. Quite a bit, too. And that is a psychological stress that we have to deal with. Now, the other interesting thing John Dillon did, I thought was kind of cool, is he is actually uh, in touch with and capable of bringing in legitimate professional psychological services. If that's the route you need to go, if that's what you need to do. We're not going to be able to offer you actual valid psychology. We're not? Well, <laughs> he is, but I won't. I can make that you means. laugh at my antics, but you've got much more brains than I ever will, but isn't psychology brains, Charlie? <laughs> yes, See, he's it. the scriptorian, so that's the thing. But we we have access yes, well, to I stuff like that, that if that's what you need. So that's nice to know. And, and then we have access to a way to uh, read the scripture and the history that you know, to our advantage, and I'm going to say it this way, and, and you can agree with me or disagree with me, correct me if I'm wrong, but to our advantage, we now have the church history essays mm-hmm. to give us a, to give us a uh, not a focus, but a, a perspective so that we can actually see, oh, there's more to this history than we thought and then we can re-examine it and re-explore it. But that can have a psychological effect on you. It still does to me somewhat right now. That's one reason why I appreciate Charlie being on my show to work through this because his book is, did you, your book was published before the essays, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. But you
0: were addressing
1: every one of those topics. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it was uh, during a time when the church was getting hit by people writing in asking about these topics because they were being discussed on the internet. Uh, The real history was being presented. Uh, I had a guy from Africa. That came to South Africa, came to visit me at BYU, and said oh, that he wow. was part of his visit there was to visit with, um, I think it was Richard Turley at the time to church historian, yeah, yeah, to get answers to his questions about this, and he was told, yeah, the church we're working on this right now as fast as we can to get these answers out. We have the answers and you'll get them soon, (laughs) and you'll be
0: satisfied. And now they've kind of shot uh, themselves in the foot. Yeah, they've seen their answers aren't good enough, so now they kind of contend what we need to do is just give answers. Mm -hmm. That way we can say, well, we've answered that. Yeah. Well, that's being pretty far reduced, wouldn't you think? in importance and significance, if now all you have to do is, well, we've just got to give some answers. That's not all that amazing for a church to do. Yeah,
1: you'd think that that would do the
0: trick. None of those essays have ever made converts that I know of. Have you ever heard of anyone joining because of the essays? Coming out and being finally transparent and open to reality and truth? Now, we are the church telling the truth, and all. Come and join
1: us in yeah. this quest. I haven't heard of any. Yeah. It was surprising at Thrive. In fact, how many, as we'd go around a table and share stories, you know, what was it that broke our shelf? So many of them raised the essays or, or brought they the essays. Did it was good. surprising. Like good. you say, some of them would stumble over a, a it was a single thing or two, but a lot of them was just reading the essays. Yeah. All the things that they had been teaching as a missionary that were anti-Mormon, they, they were defending it. Yeah. People who would say, you know, yeah. Joseph Smith practiced me, Oh, no, that's just anti-Mormon propaganda. Just anti-Mormon. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they read on the church website, this is all true. This is how it happened. And so that just shook them to the core. They did bring that
0: up quite a mm. bit, didn't they? Yeah, the that church was essays was a pretty big focus this time. Yeah, I suspect it'll all—I suspect that'll probably continue into several of the other thrives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope the church doesn't get wind of this because I don't want them to get rid of those essays. Although we've got pretty mm. much oh, yeah. sites that can—oh yeah—present them they're, from now on. They're captured. Just remember, we do not hide. In <laughs> we have full integrity. Yeah, sure. And that was said in twenty nineteen I've got a video on twenty nineteen Charlie still saying that. So. okay, you guys. we've pretty much covered uh what we wanted yeah. to on
1: thrive just to let you know we had a ball it's a great experience if you have a chance to attend one, I encourage you to do it, yeah, especially if he's there.
0: he makes it a lot more enjoyable and fun, so come on great. out, come on out to thrive with Charlie and the BYP and everyone else, Bill Real usually attends them. Or if the one that uh, I think the ones they attend most would be the, uh, the St. George because yeah. Bill's down close to here. So. Right. so that makes sense. But yeah, there are so many wonderful, good people, uh, both involved in the program as mm-hmm. well as just out in the audience. So many of them came from out of state. Certainly the majority came from out of town and uh, traveled for some of them, in some case an hour, some for several hours, well worth the time.
1: The amount of volunteer work behind the scenes was just incredible. And that's what made this so great, is Wayne Hepworth and his team down here in St. George. and Phenomenal uh, work. It was the Clinton, yeah, yeah, from Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, came all the way from Salt Lake, just helped set up tables and stuff. And there were a lot of tables. And these these are the big eight-foot-tall round tables. I mean, they're the ones that when you, when you set them out, mm-hmm. you can put 10 people around them. They're big tables. And there were 50 of them, easy set up in that room. 10 chairs apiece. Ooh, that's 500, so probably not that many yeah. but close there was a lot of tables and chairs a lot of people a lot of information a lot of pleasures a lot of tears a lot of laughter a lot of information definitely something i'm going to try to attend to regularly without question i'm going to advise you guys i would ju- i would so love to meet all of you guys in this chat uh, through the years, in, in the up and coming years, uh, try to get to thrive and we'll go out and eat together and talk. That would just be so cotton picking cool. You see any real good comments? Who else is here? Chris Murphy. Hey, thank Patty Cake. Good to see you, too. Yeah. Dan Vogel's still hanging out. Good. Patty Cake here. Tim Rathbone. Oh, Newton Lemos. Good to see you. Oh, Nikki McBee. Welcome, welcome. Gene Jordan, good. Yeah, you guys are having a good time. Okay, well, we're going to call it good for the night. If you have any... Questions or comments? It's too late. We're closing out. Oh. <laughs> That's not quite the way to treat the audit. We, we, we're kind of tired from all the traveling. We apologize, but I just we wanted to get on here and say, truly, what a fantastic thing we've we've been to, and we loved it enough. We're definitely gonna go back. So, yep. oh look. You've been the backyard professor all night long, Kerry hey, backyard Hey, we're in the wrong place. Congratulations, place man! It? You have been demoted successfully. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. Thanks for everything. Thanks for all your support and love. Appreciate you attending tonight, uh, watching us. Uh, we will. We will be back just shortly. Not very. Not very long. We are planning our next series of uh, discussions on Charlie's fabulous book. We're starting to... The first, of course, the first few chapters are more or less introductory, even though it it's a full agenda of very significant information from the opening start. We're going to start getting into the real good, deep stuff. That's quite fun. Uh, didn't we... Didn't we decide... We wanted to do kind of a An overview on the restoration but you want to do a little bit deeper dive didn't you just just chapter by chapter yeah 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 Yeah. instead of
1: he's got uh, a few chapters on the restoration i didn't want to lump them all together because then you start to just generalize again and it's it's kind of the the goodies are in the details sometimes yeah
0: Yeah, they really are. I'm with him. So so each each time we get on, we will be doing some deep diving. Uh, The Sunday school you always wanted to have, and the teacher we finally got to give us that. (laughs) 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 All right, you guys. We're going to sign off. Love y'all. We got to go. Yep. Be good, do well, have fun, be safe, and all that jazz. We are gone, Johnson only to return shortly.